From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fans. The Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. Man, that's Big the round table. Big Blue Roundtable. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Season Chris in the house. This is the Prospects episode, special episode. What's up, homie? Man, I could use another bye week, to be honest with you. I I enjoyed that <laughs> bye week, man. Last week, no shows. I was burnt out, man. I ain't going to lie, man. <laughs> that's a lot of sports to keep up with. College sports, uh, pro sports. And then, you know, you know how I feel about my TV show, and, you know, but, uh, yeah, listen, I, you know, every, but, it's, it's, but it never stops, Chris, because in between shows, we weren't on the entire week, because we, we kind of started implementing this about the last couple of years, where every three months, we go off for an entire week, because we need a recharge, man, I mean, it's fun and all, but, you know, we, yeah, we, yeah. I need to do my homework like everybody else does, so even... Without doing shows, I'm, I'm studying up for the prospects, stakeholder draft, NFL draft, you know, all the, you know, the playoffs for all the other sports. But it's good to be back, you know, I know. Up right before the national championship game, different sport. But we here, we here. Indeed, man. Um, and you know what? I think this, even though I'm looking at Kansas tonight, just, just do this, do their thing because they're too long, too quick. To very deep, it goes twelve deep. Uh, I I hope I hope this is a classic. We don't need no blowout tonight. We don't need, which would be a disappointment. So I hope something jumps. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. that's another sport. See, we've got um, we got fifty eight minutes to talk about the prospects. What we're gonna see in the future, hopefully, um, that we're checking out for the um NF twenty twenty two NFL draft, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, 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 this thing, this episode is a little unique because this is not necessarily for the Giants. This is pretty much about prospects overall. Like this is about identifying, Correct. naming prospects, whether they're going to go in the first right. round, later in the draft, whether they're fit for right. us or just just players in general. Like sometimes that happens. Right. A lot of the times that happens. There's players that we like that go to other teams. This is the episode to discuss that because you know we don't we don't control all 100-plus picks, so, you know, somebody right. we may like is going to go somewhere. So this is the episode to do that because this is actually a prelude to probably one of my favorite episodes of all the Bleed Blue show, is which is the stakeholder yeah. draft, not, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday. So this is actually yeah, helps me take my, my notes, my homework, and then actually learn from you guys, you know, who's on the table. I may right. get persuaded to, you know, Go with somebody somebody else brought up in the prospects episode. You know that's the beauty right. of learning from each other and putting it out on the table, man. And you know it's really interesting because this year we've got some prospects that we can look, we can see that they're obviously through politics or or, or the fortunes of the program that they were in or whatever the case may be. These cats probably are just going to end up six rounders, but we look at them knowing our intellect and know it, know it, knowing. Um, Cerebrally, where these guys fit in, and we can say, "Damn, you know, well, he's gonna make it, or he'd be absolutely perfect here, or damn, maybe we could use him, or this guy can possibly just say, there's always something new going on in, in, in the combat uh, combine um, 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 season, which this is, which this is, and you know, you also don't never know what your your particular um, general managers in not not just the Giants, but you know what the other general managers in our in our division and our and throughout the league are doing in terms of how that will affect our draft. So it kind of works out, man, that we know these guys beforehand and we mention them and we get and we learn from each other. And then by by that by next Thursday, <laughs> we'd be like, okay, I know this cat. This is the cat that Steve mentioned that that, that ran the four five the combine. And also on and so forth. So it works perfectly that way. Now I like this, I, and it's it's fun for the fans right. too, because for the fans, you know, <laughs> the big blue round table. Process. So 
And for your information, ladies and gentlemen, 929-477-4171. Check us out on all the blue, um, just about all the social media. All you do is type in Bleed Blue Show. You'll find us. You'll see the wonderful logo with the headphones and uh, whatever. And it's, it's fantastic. So, Steve, I don't know. Oh, can, um, I can, I, can, I, can I say something right there before we bring on the stakeholders? Because I know that's another thing I was doing on, 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 my, on the entire bye week, you know, besides the, uh, the birthday trip. Uh, shout outs to everybody on the birthday shout outs on that. But uh, you don't even know this, Chris. I had to do a lot of uh, uh, behind the scenes work with the website, man. It was uh, I had to get the, I, 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 the the people's to work on it, man. It was getting uh, the, the security on it was getting weak, but I had to tighten that up. I spent a, a good two three days with that, man, with the people's man. You don't even know that, so I had to. I was working on that, so it feels like I hadn't had a break because I was always on the go. Then even if I wasn't on the go. I was uh, either studying up or working on the website, man. So that's why I feel like, damn, I need another week. <laughs> well, no, I mean, look, this is a this is kind of a cool week because really the only thing happening is the potential NBA situation because the playoffs aren't here yet. The, the college season ends right now. Um, football isn't in. The Yanks are still in. Well, sorry, the Yanks. I, I, oops, how about baseball? Baseball <laughs> is still in spring training. So this is like a kind of a break for all of us, man, really. So it kind of now, works actually, out. It kind of works Actually, it's not no break because we, as we bring on, I see. I think we got DB Nation with us. I know he's probably going to give us no, roster-by-roster roster breakdown of the USFL so we can get his point. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and they're about to kick off soon. Man. <laughs> DP is my, 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 he's my heart, man. That's, that's my boy. Bring him in. The, we know what bring him in right now. Bring him in right now. What up, Chief? Don't put me in the, in, yep. in the goddamn chopper. Look, man, no, no, one, <laughs> no one yet. <laughs> what up, Steve? What up, Steve? DB Nation. What up, Chris? Hey, no one deserves to go in the meat grinder yet. There's only one person who I have, you know, two two people in particular. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say there's just two individuals right now in the current Giants organization that still need to go face first into the meat grinder, but I'm not going to mention those names. But, yo, this this is exciting, man. I have to crack the hell out of it. I think we're going to try a move. These are some exciting times. With, with shit that's uh, stuff that's about to go on in, in in the draft, there's a lot of talent at a lot of positions. Um, I don't know if Steve, you watched the combine, but this by far has been the, overall position wise the fastest combine I've ever seen. Definitely. With big big dudes linemen running four sevens and dudes running four twos, like it's like it's like mm-hmm. a thing now. Oh, you ran a four three? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, four three is the new four five or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy. Three, Everyone's three, fast. 15. Now doing four threes, bro. Right. I mean, damn. Like, this is so every every team in this draft is going to come up, is going to move forward. But since this is the Bleed Blue Show, it's finally about freaking time that the New York Giants <laughs> finally move forward. Because I'm the, the past, I don't know, five six years. It feels like why are we out of everyone drafted? Why does it feel like we lost? <laughs> In the draft, I don't okay. know. I, just, I hate that feeling, and and I'm and I feel like with Joe Shane, Brian Dayball, and these new in the new regime, we're not gonna have to worry about that. I really feel confident in that because I was just tired of being last place. Like everyone else picks, but how does every other team in the NFL pick better than the, the New York Giants? Like it's like we, we're fucking. I, I mean, excuse well, me, it's what, like we were clowns. The DB, let's give them something to think about in the next what uh, fifty minutes. Let's give them something to think about. All the, the New York Giants brass and everybody else. Everybody, mm-hmm. uh, 929-474-171, Steve Chris, and right now, DB Nation on the Prospect Show, Bleed Blue Show. All right, look, um, let's talk about, let's, let's, pick, let's pick up these, let's just start right now. Um, DB, I'm going I'm to have you go first, man, since you're on the line anyway. You know, we, okay. we're going we're gonna to take two prospects each. You've already noticed these are in college. Either at combine, uh, you watch them see tape or whatever, and you or you've seen it live in the game. You say, okay, this is the cat. This is the cat. Just we're gonna wing it like that. Two prospects each. 
we got to go four minutes each on our on our um, okay on our thing, and then we'll just swing it. So, DB, lead it off, homie. All right. Well, being that I am. Well, used to play defensive back, hence the name DB Nation. I'm going to start off with a defensive back here. This dude, his name, he's out of Nebraska. His name is Cam Taylor Britt, rocking number five at corner. He's five, know him well. 5'11", one, 196, ran a 4.38. This this kid, yep. and, he, and he's great on special teams in terms of being a punt and kick returner. That's always invaluable. Like, for you to be a Swiss Army knife, you know, we all know about the more versatile you are as an athlete or just across the board, right. even in <laughs> corporate America, the more versatile you are, the more valuable you are. And Cam Taylor Britt is, is a, is a great corner. It's crazy how like no one is even talking about, uh, I call him CTB, just like how we had DRC. <laughs> so, you, yeah. you know, um, CTB is just, he's a great player. You can look him up on YouTube, his Nebraska highlights in yeah. the big 10, this cat, he could play coverage. He could come up. He can tackle. Yep. I mean, he's aggressive, and that's what you want as a as a cover corner. You know, this guy is aggressive yep. on the run. It's like this is impressive. I like what I'm seeing because I hate seeing shoulder tackles. You know, that's lazy, and and it's just poor technique. You know, because you got dudes that'll bounce off. You know, bounce off you. So Cam Taylor Britt coming out of Nebraska. This guy is a great prospect. Wherever he goes, he's gonna shine. I would not mind him playing for the Giants, but since we're just talking prospects, this kid is is, is good. He's good. So, Steve, sure. if you haven't looked up his his video, definitely oh, yeah, check out Cam Taylor. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. he's, now, 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 let me ask you this. Uh, the last time we, we heralded uh, a cornerback out of Nebraska, Prince Akamura, I know you're oh. familiar with him. Now, oh, yeah. How would you feel as far as expectations? I mean, not to say that okay, just because he went to the same school don't mean you play the same. Like, how would you explain to Giant fans or just football fans, technique-wise, how he played the game versus a guy like uh, Amakamura uh, when he was coming out of college? I think that um, Britt, I think Britt is more, more of an aggressive player. I think he's more polished uh, l- looking at him, you know, coming on his back pedals, the way he maintains inside technique. Uh, in his man coverage, and I don't, I don't know. I feel like, well, see, coming from college to the NFL, obviously that's a huge conversion. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's a huge conversion. So um, he he seems to be a captain on the field, and 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 he seems to be very coachable from just from what I've seen. Because you know they'll show like whatever university they'll show interviews with certain players on campus and stuff like that. And I was like, man, this guy—he's got a good, a good personality, you know. So, and that goes a long way too. You don't want just some arrogant fool or someone who doesn't know a playbook like DeAndre Baker. I can't believe I just said his name. <laughs> we we don't want. <laughs> <laughs> so we we don't need none of that. But I feel like so I hope. I mean, because we never know. Because Amul Kamara coming out of Nebraska, you know, I didn't. I, I wasn't really sold on it because I, I remember him in college, but this guy, I just feel that much more confident in Cam Taylor Britt uh, for some reason. I just, I don't know what it is, yeah. but you know, sometimes get that gut feeling. I feel like anyhow he came once, once he gets to the league. Like for example, I'm not thinking about other teams. Let's just say he came to the Giants. You know, just just for kicks and giggles. I feel like he, we could just, I feel like he'll catch on, and I mean, and he'll be going for a roster spot at the other corner. You know, so that's yeah. I feel good about this kid. So I think that's the difference yeah. there. All right. But, you know what? Oh, you got another one? I, wanna... I like the cat. I like the cat. He's a beast on the run. That's what yeah. I noticed about him. That's mm-hmm. what he's a beast. He crowds his receivers and stuff, and he does all you need. But I think what's going to what what's, what's I think what happened to him, What's going to happen to him as far as what they're looking at is the fact that Nebraska, didn't they, they did something weird, man. I think they started off, what, two or three weeks later because of because of the, uh, the COVID protocol. And as oh. a result, a lot of times they, they kind of dock you for that. It took a lot of people out of, off, their, off their game in terms of, you know, if you're training or whatever, you know, there couldn't be any practices. There couldn't be any get-togethers because that was an NCAA violation. And 
And Taylor Britt came into camp ready, but he started off. He ended up starting off slow because of what happened with Nebraska season. That they hindered him, and that's that's a shame. So if he's if he's hanging around DB and Steve, if he's hanging if he's hanging around fourth fourth round or whatever, and we and he's just standing there, I think we ought to jump because the dude is bad. I think I like the fact that he burst into coverage. You know what I mean? Yep. He's not afraid. He's explosive. And he's mm-hmm. competitive, man. Guys like that, he come on, man. We you gotta love him. attacking block, you know, surging in the backfields mm-hmm. and shit like a man or whatnot. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because that is a, is, is a beast. He's good. He could be with the right situation. I agree. Right. Totally agree. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I got went a long way to death. Got, got a little no, long way to death. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. So, so we're gonna come back. Okay. Are we? You want me to do my second? Give him another one. Go okay, go, yeah, go back right. to back, man. Go back to back. Go okay. again. Go again. I well, this dude. I was gonna. I figured I'd do one defense, one offense, even though I had another defensive dude. So just to balance it out. So, okay. out of Cincinnati, the Bearcats at running back, oh, my, my man Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford. Oh man. <laughs> What happened? Just, 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 just stole my thunder, brother. Stole my thunder. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Okay, see, you know what? How about I let you no, go, go in on Jerome and I pick somebody else? Because no, I'll, no. I, whatever I'm you're going to say, say, I'm going to no, piggyback. Do it. Okay, got piggyback. It. Okay, you got to do it together. Do it together. All right, so you say stay with Jerome Ford or someone else? Yeah, the combination of vision, balance, speed, mm-hmm. power, agility, and a, a huge thing with running backs, catching, of, of, you know, being able to catch out the backfield or, uh, or downfield, this guy has it all. I really didn't see any weaknesses. I mean, yeah. a lot of the times they don't show um, – I'll have to probably, you know, dig deeper in terms of pass, pass protection – because obviously that's a huge deal with running backs going to the next level. But this guy, I mean, you could put him anywhere. You could put him at oh. the slot. You could put him at receiver. He, he could power right through the middle, and he has the yep. breakaway speed. I think what, what I got him yep. at, he, he ran a 4-4. Four, four. Like. He ran a 4-4. Four, four. So I'm thinking, and again, I always got a picture of him on the Giants just because, you know, it, you never know. <laughs> but him – with, with with Saquon, now that we have this brand-new offensive line that we could believe in, I, I mean, I feel good about it, but, dog, Jerome Ford is just – because I think, Steve, if I don't know if you know his backstory, I think he transferred from Auburn. He transferred from Auburn, yeah. went to Cincinnati, yeah. and it's like – I mean, you know, if I, whoever's out there at Auburn, I think I spoke to Chris about this a while ago, whoever's the, uh, the uh, athletic director just needs to jump off the highest bridge. Because you you got Jerome Ford, who was on Auburn, right? And then you got my – and then Steve and Chris, you got my boy, number seven, Malik Willis, who was also at Auburn. I'm like, wait a minute. You had both of them? Who, who's the AD? Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Oh, my goodness, man. Jerome Ford, to me, he's just a complete back, and he's he's a super – He's a super sleeper. This guy, I don't know how people are talking about him. Just like Desmond Ritter. I mean, that whole Cincinnati squad is underrated. But that that's my that would yeah. be another of mine. So you, you you can chime in now, Steve. I, I totally agree with you on Jerome. Ford. I totally agree with you on Jerome. Ford. Watched a lot of Cincinnati football on Saturdays, man. And he was a lot of their offense, especially in close games. Everything you said as far as the ability, the athleticism, the power, but also game awareness, man. This guy is big time player. I am not the fr- I'm not afraid to put the ball in his hands, uh, especially when you need tough yards. And Cincinnati ran everything through him, man. I totally agree with Jerome Ford, and he's probably probably going to be sitting in there. I was actually going to save him. Uh, for the stakeholder mod draft. But, hey, you know, you kind of highlighted it, uh, DB Nation. I'm with you. 500%, brother. 500% on Jerome. That him, uh, probably, like, especially as, as far as situation, it's not even just the running back. It's the situation. Like, he may be down there in those middle rounds 
for the taking if we do handle our cards right. But it just since it's just this is just the prospect episodes. Yeah, yeah. He was he was on my list just to talk about. Yeah, just on one of the running backs, man. And him or Hassan Haskins, but I'm more of a Ford guy than Haskins and either or but give me Ford for sure, man. Uh gentlemen, Uh-oh. may I say something <laughs> Okay. Gentlemen, may I say something real quick? Uh yeah. I have to I have to let the cat out the bag. Uh, I had Jerome Ford, too. Uh, and let me tell you something. Uh, I had Haskins, and I replaced him with Jerome Ford for this show because I was talking to somebody who's not here. I know he's going to listen. He's at the, the track with his daughter right now. And I told I, – he, he corrected me about Haskins' prospects when I was talking to him. I said, oh, shit. So I looked up for and I said, wait a minute. I do know this cat. I remember him. And let me tell you something. I piggyback up and totally agree with both of y'all when it comes to his prospects because I think this is going to be the kind of kind of running back, third round, and he's going to fuck around and become somebody's three-down back. Okay? He can do everything, man. He can impact the passing game in terms of blocking and receiving. And do you see the goddamn lower body on this guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You can't get him on first first contact. You know, he he will run your ass down. He got nice little and he got quick feet. He's a bruiser. He's kind of, like, like, like strength-wise, he's kind of like, to me, he's a stronger version of, um, oh, God, what's his name? The running back out of uh, uh, Team City, actually, the, the pro team. Um, the running back for the Bengals, man. The stronger version. Joe Mixon? Um. Yeah, stronger version. Or whatever. He was that guy. Um, 
he's really nice, man. He's again, he's fluid in his direction. He's able to bend off the edge, and he's really disruptive. I he he's like three times. He's a three waiver. He I think he was defensive player of the year twice, but he's a three year starter. I'm pretty sure he's like a day a day three dude. But I'm telling you, he's the kind of cat that he's like a utility cat. If you get him on your squad, you'll be able to play him about four different spots. Do you remember that dude that um, – what was that dude that we had on the Giants, man? That he, they, they used him all over the place. I, I think it was Carson that used him all over the goddamn place. He ended up being a fullback for us for a while. He was, he was he really played on the line for a second. He went to, I can't remember, Italian cat about four years ago. Anyway, he's that kind of dude, but I think he's the, but he, he balled out at the, at the combine. He balled out, he balled out with the, um, on pro days. And I think he's one of these guys that I see really, really being an asset to a team that's on a come up or rebuilding. And I think I'm going for Ali Fayad. You got to see him. He's really nice. He fires off the snap, got this quick first step. He plays with this nice lean and shit. He's he's a cat. He's got nice balance. He's, oh, he's I'm, I'm kind of in love. He's a football player is what he is, as opposed to just mm-hmm. you know being being a, a one position cat. He's the guy that wants to get on the field and perform. So I'm loving this guy. His name's Ali Fayad. He's at West, West, Western Michigan. Well, Chris, as you were speaking. Steve, I don't know if you got your laptop up like I do, but I actually was look, looking at his highlights as you were talking. He reminds me of like a, a Khalil Mack type dude, the way he gets off the ball and the way his build is. So, yeah, he, he looks good. I, I never even heard of this guy. So thank you for putting him on my radar. He looks right. good. I don't even like, know. Yeah, he's a he's disruptive really Khalil Mack type of player. So I like him. I like what I saw. Okay. He's a day three dude. He's a day three dude. He's but he's very, very complimentary to whatever you're trying to do on, um, as a defensive yeah. coordinator. He's very, yeah. very good. So that's one guy. A lot of people don't know him. All right, Steve. No. That, that's one? I, I thought you had two. That, that was two or no? Oh, I got another. Oh, okay, okay. I got another one. Yeah. This, <laughs> you're going to laugh. <laughs> this is a wide receiver. This is a wide receiver, and he's on the same team as Fayad is. He's a Western Michigan. His name is Sky Moore. He's that. Oh, okay. yeah. He's a little bit on the smaller side. He's 5'10", 195. He's a, like a Justin Jefferson type of cat. Um, great athleticism. I He didn't really blow – admittedly, he didn't really blow up at the combine, y'all. He really didn't, man. He came in at a low, like a low to mid 4.540. I, I think he's kind of a diva. But let me tell you, Uh-oh. he's one of these guys that you need to put him in the game 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 time situation. All right, he's got NFL tools. Um, let me see. How would I describe this guy? Well, 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 well. Well, but anyway, his receipts are this. He's first team all Mac. All right, he's the first time that there was a first team all Mac like three times since Corey Davis, who, who plays with the Jets now. All right, he's um. Let me see. What else did he do? He's um oh he his also he's got he's got a hundred career touchdowns and he's got thirty five hundred yards if that makes if that's if that helps out um let me see uh what else about him what about him is just well, his Chris. style yes sir sorry no, I was gonna say his his senior year he had ninety five catches for twelve ninety two and ten touchdowns oh, wow. yeah and I did want to go on that, I just wanted you to see it, see what he possessed as a player. And he is okay. nasty. He played that, the pandemic season, what, two years ago, 2020? He played in five, five of those games, man. And he must, have, he must have scored about five touchdowns. So, and he was just nasty. He was ready to kill. He killed Toledo that I've seen and, and um, Eastern Michigan, the rivals. I didn't see him in the other games. And he's just got something going on here. But I do know one thing. He was nominated for the Belitnikoff Award, which is a big fucking wide receiver fucking award in college. Right, and right. I like that. So, that's my, guy. that's my guy. 
Say again? Didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Isn't, isn't Western Michigan where what? Antonio Brown went? Yep, he sure yes. is. No, 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 oh, no. Yeah, no, 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 no he was Central Michigan. The Central? Oh, Central, Central Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Yeah. These, these Michigan schools do crack like out Scott these, these players. Scott Moore is a is a is a day two guy, and I really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you just got to see the dude, man. He's got good athleticism for his size, but it's his play style, man. If there's such a thing as a fucking violent route runner, he's the kind of guy. You know, he's explosive in all the directions. He creates all these large cushions with his, you know, with his, with his jazz snaps and shit, man. And, oh, man, he's got some fast, sudden feet. He's really, really good. I, I saw him, I said, man, this guy can play, man. But he's probably going to be, again, you get cursed by your college. He's, he's probably going to be a late day two, early day three kind of player. And that's right. my two guys right there. Both of them are three, actually. Both of those guys are from Western Michigan. Sky Moore and, and Ali Fayad. All right. Let's yeah. see. Get on the floor, man. Yeah, 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 man. Um, I, I like where y'all went this episode with the prospects, man. Because DBI, I was looking at the corners. It's a whole bunch of them, man. And I and I kept my eye on Taylor Brent out of uh, Nebraska, too, man. A guy I, I kind of had the same favoritism a uh, guy who had a great season. Their, their team had a great season. Tori Woolen out of Texas San Antonio, man. They they really showed a lot of promise. They gave up a lot of scoring, but on his side of the ball, man, as far as athleticism and ball hawking and defending, uh, I think I'm looking at guys that are sleepers. It's easy to pick out the guys early in the draft. Right. We know who the big-time guys in the first two rounds. I'm yeah. looking at the depth at this draft as well. And cornerbacks, to me, is probably the deepest in this draft right now. And you could probably get – a lot of these teams are probably going to be able to get their pickings. Tariq Woolen is one of the guys – I am high favor as far as a day three, you know, day two, uh, third, fourth round type of deal. I, I really like that. Like like how you feel about Taylor Britt, who probably could probably go before him. I'm with you on that. Um, now, when I was looking at the defensive tackles, I mean, man, it's like it's like almost like a you know a pit bull versus a Rottweiler. A lot of these dudes are monsters. A lot of them, these dudes are SEC dudes. I ain't really. Um, I mean, it's like it's almost like. Picking a donut from a cake, so I'm a I'm a step away from the defensive tackles, but linebacker wise, now this guy, it, it, when I look at linebackers, DB, because you're you're you know a defensive back by trade, um, and Chris, you know you you, you probably you put the art into sports. Linebackers to me have always kind of been the like the boxer, like a like a boxer on the on a on a on a, on a up and coming in the sense of right. If you a guy who wasn't highly recruited, and you kind of have to earn your stripes, you have to earn your keeps, you got to earn your rounds or sparring in the ring and things like that. A guy like this, uh-huh. he may not be on our team, but man, I mean, every year vast improvement. Special teams, not highly recruited. Chad Muma out of Wyoming. It's easy to pick any of these SEC linebackers because you have a whole gang of linebackers that are all pro in their conference. When this guy was literally the Bobby Boucher of the Big Sky. Tackling machine. Downhill yeah. monster. I am all for the Bobby Boucher linebackers. And he showed hella promise. I ain't saying we're going to get him, but I would love to have him if he was on my team. Chad Muma out of Wyoming. Uh, he's a senior. He was tops in, uh, in tackling in, in the whole college football. You know, especially when it comes to seniors, man, you know they're usually captains. They mature. They know this This is right. their last season. You know, a lot of these cats who are younger, they know that they're really gifted. It's just a one-and-done, two-and-done situation where you you enjoyed the entire ride like, like these seniors do. Uh, I can't say enough as far as what he has bring to the table. These smaller schools, this is the difference between college now versus what it was then. Like now, like you, like you said, it, uh, DB, because everybody has a story. Because you don't know, if, okay, these cats were, you know, they went to Clemson and things didn't pan out. Maybe Clemson had too many, so many dudes, you just couldn't get playing time. You just had to go somewhere you so you could shine. That's a lot of this in this draft. A lot of, I mean, a lot of this just, this just happens to be like that. That the, uh, the effort, the effort of this this uh, whole scenario, man. So I'm going with, uh, you know, Tariq Woolen out of uh, Texas San Antonio. Had a fantastic season. Cornerback, I agree with you as far as your two picks because I, they're on my radar as far as Ford and Britt. Um, I'm a Taylor Britt. 
And then uh, I would yep. uh, get. I went with uh, T- uh, Tariq Woolen and that uh, Muma. Chad Muma, man, Fa- fantastic. Hey, Manny Dawes is with us. I am interested to see what he says. But DB, what you got to say before we bring on Partner in Crime? Real quick, Chad Muma, he's on my radar too. That dude is an animal, and I don't know if y'all know, but the, the start middle linebacker who played on the Bengals in the Super Bowl also ex Wyoming dude. So that they, they're starting to crank him out. Logan, I think it's something Logan or something like that for the Bengals. Yep. But also too, uh-huh. your boy Tariq Woolen, physically he's a freak. Six four two zero five, and he ran a four two six. Many dogs. I'll leave yeah, it at that. Cornerback. And it's right. just, Chris, if if you get the animal validation from DB Nation, I feel good about my eyes do not deceive <laughs> me when I'm watching the tape. Let's get many dogs on. Uh, Bye, sir. Ble- <laughs> man. The man who's First of all, first of all, I'm hurt. I feel I feel I feel outcasted. I had I had to be at my daughter's track meet. But um uh, I'm back. I'm ready. I I left my list, man, but I got stuff in my head that I want to talk about. Certain guys that stand out of my head. Um, how we doing it? I don't know. I got all late, so I don't know what the process is. What we doing? Ooh, ooh, ooh. We'll, we'll give you three. Give, give you three process. names out of the hat. Give us three. Shit. Okay, give us three. We just we just talk on it. You know yeah, three prospects. We, we okay. My top three prospects. Oh, okay. And any anyone? Um, how you want to do it? Listen, man, there's a kid, and, and maybe everybody on him, and I'm late, out of Ole Miss, outside linebacker Sam Williams. Mm. This kid is absolutely freaky. He He's an outside linebacker. You can put him at the edge. He's 6'5". He's 270. And he what? ran a four four one. At the combine, and uh, yeah. the, the pro day, the pro day said he a four three guy. At six five, two seventy, he's a little green. Yep. He's a little green, but he's got a lot of JPP to him. What ten times the amount of speed? Think that's hmm. somebody we could develop to help him uh, to help uh, Ojulari out. Um, another wow. kid I really like <clears throat> out of Memphis, the wide receiver Calvin Austin. Oh yeah, I seen him. Oh. Have you seen him? He yeah, reminds me. He reminds me, and Memphis has been has been has been on the low, putting out some amazing athletes lately. Um, yeah. He reminds me of of Gibson. With the Redskins. Right. You can put him in the slot. You can move him. He can play outside. You can run jet sweeps with him. He's just a dog. He's a a utility player on offense. And I'm just thinking of when you got – and, again, I'm thinking if it was my offense, you got Kadarius Toney and this kid in the slot running jet sweep action, coming out of the pass. That's, That's a problem for any defense. When you got guys like that, that can be used uh, uh, both ways. Um, I, I don't know if y'all already talked about my my running back, Pierre Strong Jr. I really like him, um, and and I think he could be a a, a second day pick, um, possibly fourth or third day. But um, I think his forty time is gone. He'll be he'll be a, a late second day. But I would I would love to have him. He reminds me a lot of. Uh, uh, between Tiki Barber and, and Shady McCoy, um, he's he's sturdy. He don't fumble the ball, um, and he's a consistent three-year starter. Uh, took a year off last year for the COVID year, so he, he was fresh this year and balled mm-hmm. out. So those are those are my three guys. Oh, and then the tight end is, is fourth, a fourth guy from Nevada, um, Cole Turner. Uh, yeah. Get out of my brain. Listen, man, Cole Turner, Cole Turner is another big freak. He's another big freak. Big, I think he might be 265, something like that. Mm -hmm. He ran 4'4", 4'5". 
some, some yep. stupid numbers, man. Stupid numbers. So, yeah, those are my guys, man, that, that I think. I mean, yeah, we, we got the regular, you know, automatic name guys that I, that I like. But those are some guys that I felt like maybe flying under the radar a little more. Um, and I, like I said, I don't have my list in front of me, but those are guys that are stuck in my head. And Manny Dog, yeah, this whole episode is fly this whole this whole episode is flying under the radar. We ain't talking about anybody in that first day draft. You know what I mean? So this is yeah, the homework yeah, we're talking not, about. Not, man. This is perspective. You know, you build your team in the mid rounds, man. Yeah. You really do. Correct. You really build your right. team in the mid rounds. Yeah. That's where you're gonna really build your depth and, and you build guys that you can develop that turn into stones. Right. Yes, sir. I totally agree, man. <laughs> I agree, And it's the old lineman, man, that I, and I just remembered his name. Because in French, it means little woman. Petit Square from Ohio State. From Ohio State? <laughs> oh, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Petit Square. And yeah. in French, translated as little woman. Uh, but he's anything but that. But he's he's a utility lineman that I think could play uh, any 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 part of the old line except the center. Um, and I like him a lot too. He's a, he's a, he's a later round pick that I think we could grab. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. yeah All, right. All right. All right. Got to go back around to the top of the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Bleed Blue Show. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. DB Nation. You got anybody else you look at that man or what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of offensive linemen, you know North Dakota State University is a, another yep. under the radar. Yep. Yeah, that. And this offense, hey man, hey, great minds think alike. What could I say? <laughs> I, uh, I was coping. <laughs> hey, it might be a different lineman. Hey man, it might his name might be different. It might be a, a different lineman, but this dude is out of North Dakota State University. Check this out. Okay. Besides his uh, physical tools, six seven three thirteen. Check this stat. He allowed zero sacks in his career. Are you kidding me? Woo. How 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 crazy Woo. is that? Cordell Volson, this gigantic, ginormous dude, Cordell Volson from North Dakota State University. Yep. I'm just They two of them, no B. They two of them, DB. They two of them in North Dakota State. Well, there you could say the other one. There. You could say the other one, but I, I said one. You could say the other. <laughs> but this guy, <laughs> this guy. But you got to think, you know, Trey Lance is from there. You know, and then this other yeah. wide receiver dude, um, uh, Christian Watson, what, 6'3", ran like a 4'2". Oh, Thank you, DB. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm just saying North Dakota State is pumping them out slowly. No, no, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, can, I, can, can I say the other one? Can I, can I say the other one? You might as well. Yes. Yeah. Dylan, I think it's Dylan Radon or something like that, Radon. I believe he okay. set the record for most starts. In NCAA history, yeah. he he yes, he set the record for most starts. He's a left tackle, complete animal, complete animal. He's won uh, I think three national titles with them. Wow, so that dude is <laughs> durable dead over there. Yeah, he he set the NCAA record for most games started. Um, they sent two linemen to the combine. And, and I feel like I cheated a little bit because, you know, we were there. So uh, we got to, I, I got oh, the yeah, first yeah, hand look yeah. with my son. So we, we got to see some things that maybe other people ain't talking about. That's how I knew Christian Watson was going to be, be a beast before he went to the combine because that's all they were talking about out there was how fast this kid is and how he's, he's going to shock a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, that offensive lineman, he started uh, uh, some, some, it was a, a, a stupid number, like a, a ridiculous number of games. Um, because he, he's because he, the COVID year he got to play an extra year. 
Mm-hmm. So never been hurt. Played through, which is as an offensive lineman, never been hurt. Wow, that's that's impressive, man. So yeah, so that's so it. I'm well, excited for him. I, and I think and, and I think nobody he'll he'll drop. He reminds me of a better Lemieux. Okay. And you remember how, you know, Lemieux was a goon, you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. this guy can play left tackle. He can play right yep. tackle. Okay. Go ahead, Bubba. Get it. Yeah, so I, I got I'm a, maybe. Oh, good, good, DB. I'm sorry. No, no, that's cool. I was going to say I got probably like two more I want to talk about. So going to uh, – going back to – well, actually, I'm going to UJ on this one, man. I don't know if y'all are familiar. He played linebacker. Steve, I know you're talking about linebackers. This guy is a monster. Channing Tindall, number set number. He wore 41 at Georgia. Yeah. This guy, from yeah. pass coverage to run support to sideline to sideline. I mean, Georgia, that whole defense was stacked, as we all know. Can I ask you a question about that before you you go in? Because that's my question to you and even Manny when it goes back to him or even Chris. It's hard to really not stay away from how dominant that defense was this season because how do you know, how do you project? They're all great, like Kobe Dean or, like you said, Shannon Tittle or Quay Walker. It's it's like all-stars. How do you know? Yeah. Like, how do you know which one to pick from from that group based off their scheme, what they were running, and how would you plug it into what you want to do in, in the pros, regardless of your team? Like that's that's what that's why I was kind of it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, who do you go yeah. for? No, you're right. Like, if it were up to me, um, yeah. it would be I would go Nicole Dean first, then Channing Tindall, and then like the okay. rest. But well, Lewis Dean. In terms of safety, whew, that, I don't know if y'all seen his highlights. Number 16, Lewis Steen, this dude, he's smashing mm-hmm. people. And oh, he plays yeah. the ball very well. Great. Like, yes. this guy, I'm like, oh, my. And, and the thing about it, with the, with the state of the New York Giants right now secondary, Peppers <laughs> is gone. He's a Gatriot. And I don't know if Logan Ryan even got signed. So two starting no, safeties, basically. Well, Logan, Logan Ryan's on the Bucks right now. He he didn't last but three yeah. hours. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But so th- thanks for that information. So yo, the Giants are down. all we got is Xavier McKinney right now, really at that safety spot. I know they moved um twenty around um Julian Love, but we Julian we Love. need to solidify this man. I know it's not. I know we're not talking the draft in our picks yet, but in terms of the state of the New York Giants secondary, yo, yeah. we need to we need to we need to shore this up. And there's a whole lot of uh, real estate in this draft where I really hope Joe Shane does that because I feel like, I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like we have a brand-new offensive line. Like, all these guys to go are Andrew Thomas. He basically was, like, replacing cats. Feliciano from the Bills, all these different dudes. I forgot a lot of their names because they're new. But we got a pretty much brand-new offensive line, and who knows if he's going to get alignment in the draft. But we definitely need to address that other safety spot and and even corner, if if one of these dudes are there, these top corners, I wouldn't mind having what I was calling it, Steve, because I talk to uh, Manny and Chris all the time, the new LOB, because Seattle had the Legion of Boom. This should be the Legion of Blue. So we, we need to address this secondary, and there's plenty of players in this draft coming out who hopefully I hope we can address. So, yeah, that dude, um, yeah. Kendall, but going back, I don't know, man, Cincinnati, under the radar, wide receiver, Alec Pierce. This guy, mm-hmm. oh, how you average, I, I know uh, who he is. How do you average 17 yards a catch? This dude had like 800-something yards on a season and eight yeah. touchdowns his senior year. And he's basically like the uh, the Ohio State version of um, um, what's number two? No, um, from Ohio State, what's his name? Um, the receiver. Garrett. No, 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 other one. Alave? Alave, because Alave, I mean, they, they were both big play guys, but this, I don't know, Alave was like the, I think he was the bigger play guy, I'm not sure, in terms of yards per, per catch. He, he but was, this, this he guy, was. <laughs> he was? was crazy. Yeah, Wilson yeah, scored all the touchdowns. Alave got all the catches. Oh, okay, okay. 
Right. right. <laughs> Alec, Pierce, Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. I mean, Desmond Ritter oh, yeah. is, is super underrated, but Alec Pierce is a super big play guy. Great. He runs great routes, obviously great strong hands. And to, to be able to average 17 yards a catch, that's, that's almost mind-boggling or, or 50-something catches. Like, that's insane. So, obviously, he's a super vertical threat. He runs great routes. Mm-hmm. He beats a lot of double coverages. So, I'm and going back since to offensive players, I'm, I'm going to go with Alec Pierce on that, man. So, I'll pass it to whoever's next. You go to Manny. All right. You go to Chris after that. Manny Hey, man. There's another DB. We were talking about DBs, man. I like Kobe Bryant from Cincy. Yep. Um, because, you know, I know uh, uh, Sauce got a lot of attention. But when you got a shutdown corner, that means the other guy's going to get a lot of work. Yep. And, uh, and and Kobe Bryant did a very, very good job at that position. But I got another kid. Um who I believe can play any DB position, maybe not so much strong safety, um, but you just you, you can't ignore his speed. And it reminds me of Al Bundy. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when uh, Kelly was doing the the, the hmm. Kelly Bundy was doing the the, the car show. And you had the new Alante. That's the kid name. His name is Alante Taylor from Tennessee. He's a burner. Huh? I said you more that fucker. He's on my list too. Yeah, oh, he on your list? <laughs> Alante Taylor's a beast. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is a beast, bro. He's he's a he's a problem. Um, and I think he can play some safety, man. And with that speed with him and McKinney, oh, my God. It, it, it was just, ugh, that's disgusting. But, y'all should, yeah, watch, watch his highlights, man. He he plays the ball well. He plays zone well. Um, I just don't, I just think because, you know, Tennessee was Tennessee, um, he didn't get enough uh, uh, shine time. But he run a 4-3-6, man. He's 6 foot, 196 pounds. You might as well say 200. So he can play any DB position, man. All right. All right. Yeah, he, definitely. And he yeah, likes to come it. up on. Yeah, he comes up and makes some sticks on the run play. So that's that's the thing that I really appreciated about him. He's physical at the line of scrimmage. So that's why I'm like, you know what? We lost Pep. We, we lost Logan Ryan. He's the type of kid that could come in and play some of that that DB spot that we need, whether it be a safety um, or, or slot corner. Well, I was thinking yeah. that way too. I was headed that way too, the um, um, man. I was headed that way too, but I'm really loving that. Full admission here. I was turned on to him by uh, DV Nation. I'm really loving Verone McKinley of Oregon. Yeah. I'm really. Yeah, DB put me on too. Uh oh. Real. He's a day two dude, but that's okay. This guy. I'm gonna tell you what. And with all, all that shine is going to Kayvon um, um, Thibodeau, who, who yep. I'm not – he, he don't belong here. I'm not uh, – uh, I'm not sold on I'm not sold but on Kim, him. Court, listen, let me tell you something. What they don't tell you on there is his intelligence is on point. He's obviously a student of the game. When you look at his tape, you can see – because um, you, you can basically see how he reads the field, you know. He understands his root concept. He's got good eye discipline. I really like what I saw. Um, I was turned on to him because I really didn't like the, um, Oregon for other reasons. But and when I did watch him, I saw Thibodeau, but I didn't know. But I didn't really. I took McKinley for granted, man. But this cat here, with his ball tracking skills and his body control at the catch point, dude, I think he's a, a, the ultimate sleeper in this draft. Whoever gets this cat in the third round has got a winner here. I think he's he's on point. Um, right now he's underrated and he's a sleeper because I don't know why. Probably because this is a, <laughs> um, a safety draft. But I'm feeling him. And also my last cat, y'all already knew, was Chris Watson, who somebody else turned me on to. You know, 6'4", 
He'll win every Four jump ball feet. there is. He'll win every jump ball there is. 18 yards of reception. And he's quick. And he's 4 4 to 40. It's over with. with this and, and he runs the ball as well, Chris. They That's use him in a, as a jet sweep back. Gosh. Damn, this boy is nasty. And again, <laughs> like I said, whoever gets him, they got to win it. Steve, we get ready to close the show out, homie. Take the floor, bro. Yeah, yeah, let me read real quick so we get final thoughts from everybody. And um, if you guys stay on for the OT real quick, we'll, we'll, we'll probably on that. I know we got a national championship game to, to you know, watch, but it, it won't be long. Uh, but, uh, you know, I really wanted to go after the center. I know we kind of have a, you know, DB, you brought up, this is more of a Giants thing, the Feliciano signings, you know, over 30. But, you know, yeah. I know if the Giants, and we have so many needs, now, as far as a project, I, you know, I'm not sure if Fortner out of Kentucky will fit the billing. He's okay, but if the Giants, if we believe in the coaching staff, like a lot of Giant fans do, I'm still kind of on the fence until it actually happens. You know, you could always get the depth, and just in case somebody moves on, goes down with injury, I would pay attention to a guy like Luke Fortner because outside of the centers, it's kind of a dry market to me, man. I mean, outside of a guy like Tyler, Tyler Linderbaum, who I really would love to get in the draft. Yeah, um, he's good. You know, really, yeah, you know, as far as the, anything after that, it's kind of like, man, it's not this slim pickings, man. I really want to anchor on that line, man. You know, we need that bad, man. We, we're, we're really – our team is really missing that. But um, you guys mentioned the tight ends. Um, I actually had a, a couple of tight ends. Either or would have done for me. I know you guys brought up Cole Turner, excellent pick, by the way, guys. I'm with that. Uh, you know, it's been a heavy Ohio State Buckeyes show on, on this. And, Chris, you, I know you love that, for, you know, being a Buckeye guy. But, uh, you know, Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio State is one guy, you yep. know, Put that, put your name in the hat for a tight end that we could usually go over. Dutch or a great Dutch is out of UCLA. Either or or Cole Turner. I, I would have been cool with any of those three. Maybe Jelani Woods out of Virginia. Um, but yeah, anything with blocking and blocking first for me and then seal the deal with the run because I would really want to set the attitude with this team going forward. But let's, uh, yo, DB, give us like a minute, final thoughts, many a minute, Chris, you know, a minute, and, I'll, and we'll wrap it up and we'll jump in and OT, man. Hey, hey, Steve, shout out to you for, for mentioning that. I, I was looking at his name, but these other guys, Jeremy Ruckert, man. And he's from New York. He's from Long Island, man. I was like, wait, hold on. He's a New Yorker? What? Oh, oh we got to get him. We got to get this Ruckert dude, man. He's a true tight end. And look how hard Ohio State run the ball with, with your boy 32, Chris. I forget his name, that freaky freshman, number 32. Um, I forget um, his name. Um, was it Henderson? Trayvon. Trayvon yeah. Henderson. And guess, guess yeah. who was blocking on that line? 88, That's you right. know? So, obviously, he knows how to get down and, and, and run block Jeremy Ruckett. So, he got he has my vote 100%. Um, but yeah. in terms of uh, last thoughts, I just I love the fact that it's a new regime. I mean, I feel like I was telling uh, Manny Dogs and Chris, it feels like a cloud has been lifted and, and just, you know, flew away <laughs> from New York once Gettleman left because we could actually think clear. <laughs> When was the last time you were excited about a draft? Because you know Ghetto Bum, he was going to sit there with a cinder block ass, just sit there knitting a quilt in his rocking chair in the attic, smelling like mothballs. You know, we don't need that anymore. We need real stuff. We need help. And we need to address a lot of the issues that, that need to be taken care of. So, like I, I, like I said at the beginning of the show, there's only two guys who need to go in a meet ground. One of them is that quarterback, and the other is in Pamara. I'm sorry, man. This this whole thing about Matt. First of all, Mara needs to shut up. I'm sorry. Shut up in the public. You're not the GM. Wait, 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 wait. You're, you're not a. Coach. He, 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 you know. He that for all the time. He, 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 that his ass up. Mara He just needs to stop talking because he all this all this belief in number eight and all this, and he he's a franchise guy. When did you grow so? Uh, uh, when did when did you become the GM? So that's see, my see, thing. We gotta wrap. So we gotta we gotta save oh, this. Sorry, hold it. Hold sorry. that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Ready, right, dog. Come on, it. real quick. <laughs> this is my favorite time of year. Oh, bro. This is my favorite time of year. I love this type of talk. I can't wait for the draft. Can't wait for overtime too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Blue Show, the Prospect Show. This is the 
Bomb Show. Check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher Apps, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, DB, uh, Manny Dog, and Steve's going to take us home. Stakeholder Mock Draft, Thursday, April the 14th, two weeks after that, NFL Draft, Las Vegas, Nevada, man. Live show. Chris going to lead the way, man. We're going to have a good time. Oh, it's good to be back, Chris, after a bye week, man. Sangre Azul, uh, oh. we'll get, get the overtime. We'll jump in for the uh, college football, and we'll be back in how many days? That'd be like 10 days, 10 uh, days from now. 10, 10 days back. Stay cold in mind. Sangre Azul. Yeah. Bleed blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.